the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we're talking savings, investments, and your retirement here on the Max Out Savings Show. As always, our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. Save aggressively, invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. And you want to start by by always uh, making sure you're putting away enough in your qualified plans for your retirement, keep in mind you can still put away a lot of money up until April fifteenth. I, I think we've they've extended it to June uh, now uh, for the tax thing, so that you should be able to continue to put away money for last year, uh, sock away money. This year's looking like it's going to be a pretty good year. There's a lot of stimulus money. I didn't get a check, but a lot of other people did, and uh, so uh, it's, so you can take those checks and put them away. Interesting, a lot of young people they're starting to put away money for the future. The, it was it, the, the the pandemic was been very tough on a lot of young people, but some people were able to save money. They got checks, they put it away, they invested it. We have a new generation of investors because of it, which is which is really exciting, I think. And and uh, it's just, you know they're in the Reddit crowd. They're, they're investing in everything from uh, Game Stock to Pot Stocks to uh, Tesla, electric cars, all types of things for the future. And this is a new generation of, of, of capitalists. And so, uh, so, so things are, are happening. They're exciting. Things are starting to work. It's taking some time, but we're getting there. Against this backdrop, uh, we, you know, we, we have, uh, we have the ongoing pandemic. Texas is reopening at a, at a, a remarkable clip. Uh, and I think some, I think some of the things that people didn't realize was that uh, the, there was really two ways to, to manage this. You could be like the Chinese and shut down the whole country, uh, not let anybody into the country, build walls uh, around the country, or you could be like the United States and just kind of uh, power through it. What we did is, is we marshaled our, our private enterprise with Operation Warp Speed, and we're able to, to put together an amazing number of vaccines. Uh, in very quick order, uh, the the Europeans kind of tried to do a little of both, and they muddled through it and screwed up everything they touched, as they always do. And uh, but but our, our method did it. And, and if you look back on it, I mean the 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 American people have done a remarkably good job. I mean I, I think the real failures have been in government, where we've had politicians putting together lockdowns and mandates and. All types of things to you know maintain you know the illusion of power and and you know this was their opportunity to reset the the, the world under their vision and quite frankly they they failed as always but it, it, I mean this is why the free enterprise system works I mean because there's one thing that's remarkable about the free enterprise this is what's not well understood is they make mistakes just like the government does but 
But, but the thing is, is there's a whole bunch of people making a bunch of decisions to try in all types of different ways. Well, the government decides on one day, one way, central planning, and, it, 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 and sometimes it works spectacularly well, and other times it fails, and, and they don't have any backup plans. They don't, you know, they can't change course. Whereas in the free market system, if things fail, if, if you may have a bad plan, you fail. Well, someone else comes up and reaches up. Uh, if you look at the, the vaccines, we tried a whole bunch of, we invested a bunch of money in some vaccines under Operation Warp Speed. You know, people forget, we put a lot of money, billions of dollars into some of the vaccines that failed, but, you know, we didn't know which one it was going to work. So we tried a bunch of them and relied on the free market system. So I I think the free market system works. I mean, the the pandemic is seen through it. Look at Texas. Look how it's opened up compared to someplace like New York or Michigan. New York is so excited because they're now getting 50% uh, restaurants reopening and people can venture out of their homes. It, it's like, you know, welcome to the party. I mean, it's like, it's just incredible. Uh, and so this this is the power of, of the free market system. And, we, you know, we've had to listen to the, to the Chinese, you know, bash our country, you know, recently at, at, at the trade talks. It, 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 it's real interesting if you if you read what they what they said, which I went and looked at it. I mean, we had our trade talks in Anchorage where we were going to reset things, and the Chinese basically told off the Americans and said, "Look, you know, the comment was uh, uh, U.S. should stop uh, pushing its own version of of democracy. Uh, uh, how has the U.S. done?" Uh, in advancing its own democracy, then they made the comment of of people actually in the United States actually have little confidence confidence in democracy in the United States, and this is something we've talked about on our show. I mean, it's kind of insulting, but in fairness, look, uh, this is what you get into when you get into a, an election that that is really a lot of of real red flags all over the place, where half the country genuinely doesn't believe that it was a fair election. And, and then rather than saying, look, we're going we're gonna to get to the bottom of this, we're going to investigate all this, and we're going to prove that it was a fair election, we, it was all swept under the rug, and nobody could say anything about our election when half the country believes it was fraudulent. And, and, and what we told you at the time on the Max Out Savings was, look, we said, look, we're not the only ones looking at this. I have to understand, people in the rest of the world, they look up to the United States, so they hate the United States, but they all respect the United States for our elections. And here we basically just destroyed 200 years of respect for the United States and the democratic system. We've endangered democracy because of this. And, and we pointed out, we said, other people are watching this out there. They're looking, they're seeing. And, and what they're seeing is, is now the Chinese are taking advantage and the Chinese are going, hey, look, we have democracy too. You know, it's just a little different. Well, this is what you get into when you get, and then, then they, they go off on, we, we talk about the Uyghur, Uyghurs, they have, a million people, two million people, at least a million people in camps over there. I mean, it, it's horrible. Their record has been atrocious, and now they're comparing us. To, and they, they pointed out, you have problems with minorities and, and with Black Lives Matter. I mean, black, really, Black Lives Matter. A bunch of, oh, the police are all shooting African Americans. If, if you look at the numbers, they're actually shooting more of white people than they were African Americans on a percentage basis. If you actually look at the at the at the uh, where, where they were involved with each other, and it was a remarkably small number. And now we're being compared because of Black Lives Matter of of interning in millions of people around in in uh, Western China. This is the type of stuff you get into when we let people denigrate the United States, as CNN, the New York Times, and the Democrats have done. I mean, this is embarrassing. What, what's happened here? And and and, and look. I mean, we, we have talked about this, and what we've been saying is how this applies to your, to your retirement plans. People are looking at this and going, hey, should I have my money in the United States? Is the dollar the place to be? And then we, we have, look, I mean, I think there's genuine concerns about, uh, uh, to be about President Biden. I mean, I, I think one of the bigger stories this week was really his remarks about uh, Putin was a killer. And, and had no soul. Right, look, th- uh, what you, say what you want about Vladimir Putin. I don't like the guy. You know, I think he, uh, you know, he's he's a dictator and stuff. But he is head of Russia. We're not talking about some, you know, tin horn dictator in North Korea that nobody you can call him Rocket Man and insult him. That, that, that's a profound insult 
to the Russian people. It, it, you know, the religion, Christianity is very important to the Russians. You know, Putin attends churches. I mean, yeah, I, I've, I've come across some, I've been amazed some of the stuff he's done over there. And, uh, and to say he has no soul is a profound insult. And, and, and so why, why would you say something like that? I've never heard a president talk like that. In, in, you know, I, I actually just saw a story on some, this idiot in Turkey made some comment about it. But, but the problem is, look, what is going on in the, with the president? Why would you say something like that? I mean, these are profoundly insulting things. The Russians aren't stealing our jobs. The Russians don't have thousands of spies in the United States, in our schools. The Russians aren't trying to influence all our universities and ingratiate themselves with billions of dollars given to the universities to steal the technology. The Russians aren't copying our technology and opening factories and stealing American jobs. I mean, the Chinese are the ones doing all of this stuff. The Russians, yeah, they're a problem. Yeah, they have to be dealt with. But in our, our, our war gaming and everything else, the generals and the, and the uh, people in the pen, they're not concerned about Russia. They're worried about China. So why are you, why are you picking a fight with Russia just to, to, to you know, create the, the Russia collusion story with the election? I, it, 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 again, I, I don't know what's going on in the White House, but it's starting to concern a lot of people. And this is a concern. And the problem we're going to run into is, is, look, we're the world's reserve currency. We're where people put their money. We're where people look up to. Everybody respects us. Everybody respects us. Even the people that hate us, they respect us. But now they're going, whoa, what's going on? I mean, they could talk trash all they want about the United States, but they always respected our elections up until this most recent travesty of an election that came out. And, you know, hiding behind it and, and bending the law and ignoring constitutional law and pretending like nothing happened is not a solution. At, at a minimum, they should have gone, okay, we're going to have a commission. We're going to put it together. We're going to clean up our elections. We're going to clean up the election rolls. We're going to acquire an, a voter ID. Unless you have a good reason, you're not going to sit there and be absentee voting. We're not going to let people harvest votings, which is the easiest thing in the world for voter fraud. All they had to do was look at the UN, uh, UN uh, report on, on election fraud, and they would find every single thing that's in the UN report happened, pushed through by the Democrats. And, and, and so here we are. And where we get, where do we have a problem? Where could, look, what if people lose confidence in the United States of America? What if they pull their money out of the United States of America? What if they we're trying to pull together a coalition against China? You know, with with the with the the uh, really more so with the Australians, the Japanese, the Indians, the Europeans. You know, pretty much a, a lost cause. But you know, we're trying to get with them too. But what if people start not having confidence? What if they say, look, I'm going to go Europe. What if they say, hey, look, the Chinese look a lot more stable than us. I'm going to, I'm going to have my money in yen, yuan. What if that happens? That could be hugely inflationary, and it could cause a collapse or a run on the dollar. I mean, this is a concern, and this is something we're going to have to watch more and more. And this affects your retirement. And this is what we've been talking about this for, for you know, a long time about the coming inflation on the max out savings. You know, we've been concerned. We pointed out the problems with the election. We pointed out that, look, other people looking at this, now they're throwing it in our face in, in meetings uh, with the State Department. They're like, hey, how could, you know, so some, some tin horn dictatorship steals an election in South America or Africa or wherever. They go, hey, look at your election. What do you, you know, why, well, how are you to judge me? This is what we get into when we don't have free and fair elections. If we don't, in, and actually it's not even that, when we don't enforce the laws of the United States of America when it comes to election, and that goes all the way up to the Supreme Court. This whole thing has been a disgrace is what it's been. But, but there are real world consequences to it. And it's not the election. It, 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 it's, it's the future of the United States. It's what type of people are we going to become? And so this we, we saw a lot of this week. We saw a huge pushback from the Russians. Uh, you know, uh, we, we, they recalled their ambassador. That's a pretty big deal. These guys are set, sitting on seven, you know, 7,000 nuclear weapons. We have a president, you know, who also has uh, control of the nuclear weapons. This is how wars start. You know, the, you look back through history and insults like Biden – 
you know, through it at, at uh, Putin. That's how wars start if you're not real careful. It, it, and it's not like we don't, he's the only enemy we have. Look what happened to us this weekend with the, with the uh, meetings in, in Anchorage, Alaska with the Chinese. That went really badly. Normally you get there at the meeting and there's a little press conference ahead of time and not press conference, but they shake hands. Each one makes a two minute statement, you know, a few banalities. This, this thing turned into an hour long tirade between the Americans and the Chinese. And, and, and so this is all going badly across the board. At the same time, we're spending $1.9 trillion uh, pouring into the economy. Our economy is reopening. It was, it was going up anyway. We have shortages of everything out there. It, and now the, U, the U.S. dumped in a, an absurd amount of money. I mean, if you look at it, I wrote it down somewhere. Where is it? Yeah, it's $240 billion worth of checks went out to the, to the public to sit there for COVID relief. Well, right, you can't even buy a washing. Go try to buy a washing machine, a refrigerator right now, an automobile, semiconductor parts, anything, electronics, there's shortages of everything. Why do you, we, we put, we're putting way too much money into the economy. This is going to be inflationary. Now, we're going to talk about that. And where do we go from here as soon as we get back right here on the Max Out Savings Show? This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512NewMedia.com. Welcome back to the Max South Saving Show. I'm Ted Gioka. We're alternating between rock and country today. But uh, the uh, looking, looking out, uh, we, we're just talking about what's happening to the, uh, you know, with, with a lot of these changes around the world, people are looking at the United States. They're questioning what's going on. They're questioning, you know, what, what, what the policies are. They're questioning, you know, who's really in charge in the United States, which I, I think is a concern. And, and, you know, we, we saw what happened with Russia. And by the way, look, I don't have any love for Russia. But the way I view the world is China is our big, our main competitor. China is out after us. China is stealing our jobs. China, China wants to lead the world. It, and it's, it, 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 I, I see a future confrontation with China. And in that, I would prefer Russia to be on our side in some way. And I'm looking at the Russians, and the Russians can't be, you know, they know the United States is not going to invade Russia. So, they, you know, they can talk a bunch of trash, but, but they're not sure about China. And that's the thing. And so I would rather have Russia on our side in any 
conflict in the future. And that, that's why I'm like, why, you know, look, I get the Russia, you know, Russia election meddling narrative that, you know, that's paramount important to the Democrats that no one's ever been able to prove. Meanwhile, you got, I mean, it, it's like the classic example of, of, of you're sitting there, you know, watching it, you know, watching all the guests at the party, make sure they don't steal a, a, a piece of silverware. And then, and then the, you know, the, 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 the Chinese are out there, you know, you're watching the Russians real closely, and then the Chinese are out there carting, you know, the, the silver, the whole box of silver out the back door. I mean, it, 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 understand who is your enemy, and understand who can really hurt you. And and I, I think I, I, there does not. I mean, I don't I don't understand this, but 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 so my concern is again the dollar, and, and the dollar right now is holding in reasonably well. It, and there's talk. There's a lot of people short the dollar, but what, it, it could go up from here some. But looking out on the dollar and pulling up a chart on it, 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 it is really it was dropping. Once it started dropping, as soon as the pandemic came out, everybody rushed to the United States and go look. If there's a global pandemic, there's one group of people I know are going to win, and that's going to be the Americans. So they go, I'm rushing over to the dollar, right? That's where it's going to be safe. And so what happened? The Fed comes out with this whatever-it-takes routine, and they started uh, throwing trillions of dollars at the, at the, uh, at the economy. They started bank, uh, backstopping uh, the bond market. They started buying corporate bonds, which is quite frankly against their charter, and they came up with a, a workaround, which was against the law. I mean, uh, you know, Congress passed a law that they can't buy stocks and bonds, particularly for this reason, because you don't want central banks manipulating asset prices. But they did. They flooded the system with money. They added trillions of dollars of, uh, to their balance sheet, it, and and they flooded the system of money. Well, people looked at it like, oh, my God, these people are crazy at the Fed. Well, why don't we take a look at euros? Let's look at yuan, uh, the Chinese yen. I mean, the Japanese yen looks like a safe place to be. It, 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 and so our dollar started falling. And then if you look at it, it, it uh, when, when the election came around and Biden won, uh, it started accelerating down again because like, oh, oh, this, these people are going to spend money now. It bottomed at the end of the year, but since then it bottomed at about eighty nine and some change. Since then, it's gone up to ninety, ninety, close to ninety two. It peaked at one hundred four, and so it started. It's going up again since then. Well, there's been a lot of people short the dollar, and interest rates are going up most aggressively in the United States right now. And so, if you look at the, at the ten year Treasury. People are looking at this and they're going, well, they're, 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 they're printing money like crazy. I, look, I'm not going to lend these people money for 10 years because as much money as they're spending, they're going to make my, my money worthless. And so they're demanding higher rates. So people started selling bond, longer-term bonds. And, and during that time frame, uh, since the beginning of the year, uh, the, the Treasury rate has gone – actually, I wrote it down right here. Uh, I, since – since the 10-year has gone from 0.93 to 1.74%, it's up 87% since the beginning of the year. So the dollar's going up some right now. And, and so that's a positive for now. But people are thinking there's going to be inflation. They're looking at this massive amount of money that's poured into the system, and, and they're realizing that, that, that rates have to go up. I mean, that inflation is going to go up and they have to protect the money. So this is why you're seeing rates go up. And rate, rates are really moving quite dramatically. People don't realize on the 10-year, rates are, rates are up really above where they were before the whole uh, problem started. And, 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 and so before the whole COVID situation started. And, and the inflation is just now getting going. And, and, and looking out, as we've talked about, over the next couple months, what are we hearing about? We're hearing about shortages right now. We're hearing about shortages as we talk about everything from washing machines, dishwashers, uh, refrigerators, uh, automobiles, uh, the, the prices of automobiles are rising. So many people are buying them. Uh, semiconductors, they're, sh they're slowing down production of automobiles, computers, and some different types of parts because they can't get the parts. 
for them. And, and this is all of the price of lumber is skyrocketing. The price of flooring is, is going up. The, the price of, of everything is going up out there right now. Carpet, anything to do with the house. And, and so, so what we look at is, 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 is that inflation is coming back. And this, and it's going to come back in a pretty big way. These are massive, massive amounts of of of, of borrowing that's really hit the market in here, and it's getting worse. I mean, if you look at the at, at the most recent 1.9 trillion dollar stimulus program, which which I think is going to be viewed as a disaster in the future, I think I think I think 50 years from now they're going to be reviewing that and understanding. They did the opposite of the Great Depression, where they just flooded the system with way too much money this time. And, and history doesn't repeat; it tends to rhyme. And, and, and we think this is going to be more of an inflationary time. But but this money is pouring into the system, as we talked about. Four hundred. Right now, the economy is reopening, and, and what we're looking at is shortages of, of all types of things. Uh, they can't get the parts in. Now they're saying, look, this is a temporary thing. They're going to get the plants, the chemical plants are going to expand. The semiconductor plants are going to expand. Everyone's going to expand. They don't even have enough shipping. Their ships backed up. Nike, Nike just had that warned for the quarter. And what happened? They, they can't get they can't get their shoes in into the into the uh, United States. They're, They're afraid of over, but since there's very little travel, intercontinental travel out there right now, there's not a lot of excess capacity on the planes, and so, so they've been shipping over on the ships, and now the ships are all backed up. So, it, 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 plus there's huge demand at the same time. So this is a in this in this environment in the past, a couple things would be happened. The Federal Reserve will be talking about rate, rate. Well, they talk about raising interest rates. They would say inflation's clearly out there. There's shortages everywhere. They'd also be talking about maybe, uh, you know, trying to cut back spending because, you know, there's, there's so much. Instead, we just spent $1.9 trillion. We just threw another $1.9 trillion. Where is it? Let's see here. Just a second. Here's the number. Yeah, $242 billion went to, to, to individuals this week. Well, we can't even supply the stuff. So now, we had a, a, the Federal Reserve had their open market meeting this week, and Jerome Powell talked. And what they're saying is, look, this is a transitory thing. It's, it's a short-term blip, and, and, uh, and, and, and we're going to see the inflation come through, and then it's going to tail off again and get negative. Well, if that's very possible, I'll, I'll see to you that maybe 23, 24, we could even have negative inflation. But, but, but here's the problem, Okay. How much in, this is the mistake that how much inflation is going are we going to have in the well if it goes to two and a half percent you know it goes two and a half percent this year two and a half percent next year and it drops off to maybe a half a percent the year after that hey no problem nothing to see here but what now keep in mind we're talking about chained inflation chained down so what does that mean Ted what this simply means is well what we're going to do is we're going to hedonically adjust the numbers which means my computer here my Apple computer I've got well. It costs about I don't know a thousand bucks every year, twelve hundred dollars or something. But it gets more powerful every year. It's got more computers. It's got more things. Same with the phone. I was just looking at the new Apple uh, iPhone twelve. The, the, it's got a billion transistors in it. Or ten, it was some some absurd number. I couldn't even believe how many transistors. It's got a ceramic screen versus glass. All these. Well, it might be the same price as before, but. But it's so much more powerful and so much better that they say the phone actually declines or the computer declines. So yeah, I spent the same twelve hundred bucks on the computer, but maybe it's more than that. But but it's more powerful, and so they're saying the cost of computing is declining. Let's take a look at at the cost of housing. Well, what what do they use for housing? They use something called uh, 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 rent rent adjusted housing or something. Uh, Home ownership rent adjusted. Some I forgot the exact terminology. So it's not the cost to buy a house; it's the cost to rent a house or an apartment. Well. 
the rental market is falling and they're overbuilding on apartments and things, so, so rental things are going down. But the cost of housing is skyrocketing. So the, 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 the rent-adjusted housing cost is at a 10-year low. Housing, this is great news. Housing costs are declining. This is fantastic. You're like, whoa, whoa, what are you talking about? I'm trying to buy a house now. It just went up 10% this year, and, that, and housing prices are skyrocketing. I can't even get my house built. The, the builders are telling me I have to wait six, nine months for a house. I have to enter a lottery. How can this be? Because they're using the rent adjust Again, they're doing everything they can to manipulate and chain down these numbers. So the danger is, is they're telling you it's a 2 percent in some cases higher than World War II spending. Our debt levels are growing at the same rate they were during World War II. Well, after World War II, as we talked a lot about on the show, the inflation in 1945 was 2.27. In 1944, it was 1.64, kind of like what we have right now. Well, in 46, it went to 8%. In 47, it went to 14.5%. In, in 48, it, it went to 7.78%. Now, We'll never see those numbers because they're going to all be fake numbers like everything else that we deal with in the world. But those, the likelihood you're going to see real inflation is going to be like that. If, if, if you get that number, that means you're going to need a third more income after three years than you needed before. Now, maybe, interest, maybe inflation drops 1% the next year, 2%. Well, that doesn't do you a lot of good when you don't have to spend 27 28% more than you did three years or four years before. And that is a problem. That's why you've got to protect yourself from inflation. And if you're getting, if, uh, if you're getting owning bonds in your portfolio that are inflation-adjusted or not inflation-adjusted at, at artificially low interest rates, you're just going to be losing money over time. And this is the key. And this is what you have to understand. You've got to manage and invest for the future. You don't want to have fixed income because, because the fixed income is going to be destroyed by inflation. You've got to grow your assets. You've got to get dividends coming in. You've got to get stock prices that appreciate. You have to have commodities. You have to have precious metals. You have to have to all these things, oil and gas, these things that go up that own things in the ground or physical things that will go up in value. The factory will go up in value or, or, the, or the oil field they have goes up in value as inflation goes up. It's a giant oil field in the ground. So, so that's, that's what you want in this type of world. If you just have inflation, if you just have Social Security and a pension and a fixed annuity, you could be looking at, at, at after five years having your income cut in uh, real income cut in half and this is one of the keys that you've got to watch out for in this world today and, and this is something now i know people out there that say look we're not going to have the inflation or it's not it's it's the more inflation comes out there the quicker people spend money and, and this is this is we're seeing it in the stock market it's starting what is fundamentally different from this time you go well ted look the same thing happened after the 2000 and in, in, in nine financial 2008 nine financial collapse we didn't see inflation, but the difference is this time up then the Fed pushed their balance sheet up like they did this time. I think it was a billion. Now it's like three or four trillion. It, it, it's three times as much stimulus, three times as much stimulus. Up then it stayed at the top. It stayed in in in, in the atmosphere in 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 the, in the uh, big Wall Street banks, the big banks. They used it to recapitalize their balance sheets. Uh, the housing market had crashed. There was no demand for, for housing or anything. So you never saw it. The money never got down to the people. This time, it's the money's coming to the people. This time, there's a red-hot housing market. This time, that we just gave $2.4 billion uh, to $250 billion to people this week. This week, we sent out the checks. But, but that doesn't include the checks that came out, went out in December or January. That doesn't include the checks last year. All this money at this time is being pushed into the economy. And this is what's different. At the same time, we, we've got problems in our government. People are concerned. They're not sure what's happening. We're getting a bunch of radical proposals uh, out there. And, and that, that's becoming a concern. And one thing to keep in mind with, with President Biden. Reagan, look, Reagan had problems. He was compromised in his last term, but he was surrounded by a bunch of stable people. If you probably took the top 12 key advisors around Reagan, I'd say at least eight to 10 of them could have been presidency in a lurch. You know, 
You look at some of the radicals around Joe Biden, and if he if he's not in charge, which we, there's starting to be some questions, who's in charge there, and who are these people? And this is a concern. But one of the themes of the show today is look, understand it's not just Americans asking these questions; it's people all over the world. And, and, and our strength of our dollar and the strength of the United States relies on confidence. And this is what we've got to have to watch out for. Tell you what. Uh, if you've got any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070 here at the Max Out Championship. By the way, you can also you can catch us on Sunday, I think, at 7 a.m. Uh, also, you can catch the podcast by going to AM1070, The Answers website. It also, you can look up what there's podcasts around on the Internet as well. We try to put some podcasts out there of the show as well. So there's a lot of ways to catch and listen to the show. And finally, you can also get our free Max Out Savings Report, which we talk a lot about these issues, by going to our website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. We'll be back after this quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Welcome back to the Max Health Savings Show. We're talking savings, investments, and your retirement. If you've got any questions or comments, give us a call, 713-339-1070. Uh, you know, I came across an interesting statistic uh, the, the the you know we're reopening in, in the country. The the they compared HIV uh, AIDS epidemic to the coronavirus. It, it and HIV the uh, the coronavirus there, there was three three one hundredths of the population has died and two point seven million people died and there might be a few more than that. I suspect there are in some countries, but the HIV AIDS epidemic. 0.7% of the world's population, 30 million people have died in the epidemic over 30 million people. And it's just, I think we need to put this in perspective with the coronavirus. I mean, I think this, I think this thing needs to be respected. It's very dangerous. But I, I think, I mean, these lockdowns, it's time for this stuff to an end. And the other thing, wait, I'm getting a lot of comments. People wanted me to talk about the vaccine passports. This is, this is something that's ridiculous. It's dangerous because what else are they going to do once they get, you know, once they get uh, the nose under the tent, so to speak, with the vaccine passports? I think the state of Texas needs to pass a law that out to uh, outlaw 
vaccine passports on planes and, di- and, uh, and different things in the state of Texas. I, I don't think it's a good idea. Uh, I'm not minimizing the coronavirus. Uh, it, 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 you know, I tend to be very cautious. I try to wear masks uh, and, and, you know, like use that hand sanitizer quite a bit. I, but at the same time, uh, I, I don't believe people should be required to take vaccines because once you know where's this going to go with when we get all types of health passports, it, it, it sets a very bad precedent. I think we've handled this situation very well, and I think people need to start looking to the state of Texas and, and uh, other states, maybe Florida, that really have, have handled the vaccine, handled the vaccine, actually the vaccine rollout, that handled the, the rollout, the opening up, and dealt with it and, and conducted business in this country versus other states that have been locked down and basically hiding under the bed this whole time as, as working people had to, had to support the country. And it's kind of embarrassing. Anyway, uh, do we have any phone calls, Jennifer? Jennifer? No, we don't. Okay, thanks. Uh, so a- anyway, a couple, uh, a couple thoughts. Where do we go from here with the interest rates? And we get, uh, here's the interesting thing is, Rates right now, looking at the 10-year, they're back to kind of a range where they've been. They're at the low end of the range. I, I think they could move up maybe from 10-year to 2%. There's going to be a lot of pushback up here at 2%. And uh, in, in somewhere in here, 1.75 to 2 in that range, there's going to be a lot of resistance. We'll have to see how much of the selling is out there. Uh, over the last decade, the bonds, typically, they've kind of traded in a range between about 1.6, 1.55, and average about 2.5%. There were some spikes above that, but it was it, – it, it, but here's the interesting thing. I went back to the inflation numbers on it to give you an idea of what are we looking at here. And looking out, in 2011, inflation was 3%, and the bonds were at 3%, the 10-year. This is an average. Uh, the, 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 the 2012, it was 2.07 percent inflation. The bond was at 1.7. 1.47 percent inflation in 13. The bond was at 2.4. Uh, 1.62 percent uh, in 2014. The bond was at 2.5. It, it, no inflation in 2015 at 2%. So what my point is, is infl- the bond prices have run above inflation by a percent, half a percent, somewhere in there. So if we get a 2.5% inflation, we could see the 10-year at 3%. I think that's ultimately where it's going to start heading to because this inflation is going to take off. Do we have a call, Jennifer? Yes, we do. Okay. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. Hello. My name's Mary, and I'm considering buying a new home, but I'm very concerned about if appliances will be readily available to have in it and if the material will be able to be purchased so I could uh, finish the home like within a two-year period of building. Yes, I, I think it will. Uh, look, lumber, lumber prices are going up. The prices are everything. I think, I think these higher rates we've been talking about are going to start slowing housing down a little bit. This is one of the reasons they've got to get the higher rates up, just to kind of cool down the market. Uh, the, the, you can get appliances. If you want something special, it takes longer. So, uh, But you can also, you know, if in, in, a, in a pinch, you can also buy used appliances here in town with it. So I, I wouldn't worry about that, but but but. The answer is you have to plan a little further ahead. It, we're in the past, you, you know, the, the, uh, let's say you bought the house and you're moving in here at the end of the month. Well, you could, you could quickly, you know, run down to the store and order your appliances and they'd all be arriving, you know, within a week or so. You, I, I would do a little further planning ahead of time, do a little more looking, make sure you're getting the right thing, shop it, and, and then make sure you're getting, you know, you can get, you get the pieces you want. Okay, so you're saying if I want certain uh, appliance items, say, like, I don't want to say, you know, name brand, but uh, you would have to order them ahead of time, like like more than what you would before? 
in some cases. There's some things you can go down to Home Depot and get, you know, just right off the shelf. Other things, if it's a special type of refrigerator or stove or something, you know, that might be back ordered. I'm hearing a lot of things about back orders and stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing also because I had ordered some mattresses like in December and then they called me back and said, oh, no, we don't have those readily available, so we will not be able to make that delivery. Yeah, I'm hearing a lot of stories like that, Mary. And, and so so it, it, what this means is you've got to have a longer-term planning cycle. Okay. Uh, so if you, let's say if so your house... So say be, you would do something like within a six-month period, you better give it at least eight to ten months? Yeah, I, I think so, yeah. But let's say the house is going to be ready in, uh, you know, in May. I would start shopping for my appliances ahead of time. Okay, but do you have to buy, like, what they have there? You can't, like, order. A lot of times they're saying, no, we can't take any future orders. Yeah, that's the problem. And, okay, and so, so you have to you go it, with just about what they have. Yeah, but, but if, you, if you do it, like, two months ahead of time or, or, or even more, but, but you, you could look around and search and find something. But okay. it, it, it's, it's a very unusual time. I mean, I, this is, like I said, this is very close, much closer to the 1970s. Oh, I remember that time. Yes, I'm 63 years old, and I can remember how those eras were. Yeah, I think we're heading back in that direction with the inflation. So we're going to go back to inflation. So if we go into inflation, or then will we have an additional recession? Uh, eventually, yes. But but the question is, that's a harder question. What I think is going to happen is the Fed will tell you, look, this is going to cool down after six months or, you know, but what I think when you're talking about, you know, the lead times I'm hearing, we can't take orders and all this other type of stuff, you know, it's six, well, more people are buying. And so you've got probably six months worth of orders out there already and people are still buying. And they put all this money in. So I think it's going to go on longer it and it, 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 it be more inflationary than, than the Fed okay. thinks. I, I, because those orders will have to be filled before the additional orders can go through. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, then that means planning really even more extensively ahead of what you actually would be planning, say, say two years ago. Yeah, absolutely. With the house, I mean, look, we're working on possibly building a house and. And I'm just scared half to death to go actually talk. We've got to work it on the plans. I'm just scared to half to death. It's not that big of a house, but it, it's a uh, vacation home. I'm, you know, of what I'm going to hear when, we, when, they, when they talk to us. Right. But we've already been seeing, like, the increase of the price of material, like boards, uh, fencing, um, you know, like stripping, all kinds of cabinets and things. The price have just so increased. Yeah, within it's the a problem. product itself. What I, look, what I think is going to happen is they're going to have to get rates up. That's why I think the rates are going to continue to go up a little bit. They've got to get rates up to try to slow down the housing market to some extent. We've got about a 10 we'll get, if, it, if the cost of the house goes up 10% and then, and then your cost of your, of your borrowing goes up you know, 15 20%, that's going to start slowing it down a little bit. And that's what I think you're going to see happen. Okay. With housing, I mean, how I mean, this is this is a very unique recession. This is the first recession, uh, I think, in U.S. history where actually income has actually gone up during the recession. And yes, now I noticed so, that. Uh -huh. So things are changing out there. Right. But I still don't believe the increase of salary and things going to um, be able to collect, uh, consolidate to where people can then go ahead and do their buying. Uh, I, I, what I think is going to, I think there's going to be pressure on salaries. There's going to be a lot of pressure on salaries, okay. and particularly on particularly middle income salaries, where people just aren't, right. you know, I, at the top end of the executive level. I mean, it's like too bad, so sad, you know. But uh, but I think really the pressure is going to be more the middle, the, the the middle, because those people are really going to be taking the hits, and there's going to right, be right exactly. Gonna, uh -huh. They're going to jump from I job fall to into job. Is the middle income, and I know how it's so, already affected me. Just a I, I little think, into like the increase of just gas here recently. Yeah, and and, and keep in mind they're going to try to put a gasoline tax in too. Oh, so, I was not uh, aware of that. So they're going to add that to the price of the gas on top of the. No. So it's going to what it's going to take. 
to your point, this is a great point. It's going to take longer-term planning. Where in the past, when, when people wanted to do something, they could pick the phone up and order the house. And, yeah, we can get your mm-hmm. house here you know, within, you know, you get your mortgage, you could get a house within a month and a half, you know, in, in the past, it, it, it's longer lead time. And you could go call up, you know, Home Depot or wherever or cons, get your appliances. Yeah, yeah, I'll need this, I'll need the refrigerator, washer, dryer. Yeah, let's go with this, this. Is, okay, we can have them delivered by the end of the week. That's completely changed. So it's going to take longer term planning. The, the corporations are yeah, having to do this too, Mary. They're, they're having to stockpile inventory that so much of it was just in time in the past. They're not realizing they've got to keep extra inventory, which is causing more demand. Yeah, it's working through the system. It, it's pretty much classic inflation. Mm-hmm. And plus also my son, he's in like a Southwest freight company, and the trucking industry is really taking a hit. Oh, yeah, it's doing very good. They can't get enough trucks. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you, Not you, enough you drivers have, either, yeah. It'd be a shame we don't own a train. Each of us, we could go sell it for a fortune right now. But, you know, there's only a few uh, railroads. Anyway, mm-hmm. good call. Thank you. Uh-huh. Thank you, sir. Have a good day. Right. Bye. Yeah, Mary's got some good points here. I mean, this is what we're talking about with inflation. You're going to see people start spending more. And what they'll start doing is they'll start ordering ahead of time. They'll start, look, prices are going up. Maybe I better get I better get it taken care of now. I better buy now versus waiting for a year from now and just put the refrigerator in my garage or whatever. This is what you're going to see more of out there. And and so and I, I do think it's going to cause the inflation. This is why we've, we've talked so much about this. Uh, what else? The, I wanted to touch base also on the, the – uh, so you can get in real quick. We have just in the last segment, if you got a phone call, 713-339-1070. Uh, and also, if you have, do, do we have a call, Jennifer? Okay, I guess not. Okay. Uh, the, the, if, if you have a uh, – if, 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 if by the way, if you haven't signed up for our free Max Out Savings Report, we're going to try to write more about this in the Max Out Savings Report. Just go to our website maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. And sign up for the free report. If you need some help with your retirement, uh, we can meet with you in our offices. Uh, we show you how we uh, use our value investing approach to the stock and bond markets. And, and the markets are really coming back to value. They're coming back to, to, to management. The ind- I think indexing is sort of the past. I, I think we're seeing a change. Uh, we, 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 I, it's going to be a much tougher environment. The, 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 the 70s inflation, are, it, it's more of an up and down where stocks go up and down. They're much more volatile. It creates more opportunities. But if you're indexing, it, it really it really doesn't. It doesn't capture that because there's so much up and down. And if you look at the tech stocks, they are way overvalued. But if you look at it on a market capitalization basis, I was just looking at the precious metal stocks. And I don't want to say this is off the top of my head, but it was like Newmont was like $40 billion market cap. I think Barrick is was at like 30 uh, some, along those lines, some of the others were a billion, you know, like four, two, three billion dollar market caps in the sector. There was, there's not that many big companies in it. But if you look at the tech stocks, there are a, a lot of companies with ten billion dollar market caps. There's some companies with trillion dollar market caps. There's a lot of with sixty, seventy, eighty billion trillion billion dollar market caps. And so the problem is, is these things are all coming down now. They're correcting in the in in, in the tech sector in industrial stocks. I remember Ingersoll ran, uh, I was looking at this, and again, these aren't recommendations or anything. I'm, I'm just throwing out some stocks uh, just because I happen to look at, at, at market caps at the time. And uh, Ingersoll ran. Ingersoll Rand has a, a, a $20 billion market cap. You know, they're big into pumps and, and machinery. And so the market caps in these in these industrials are very small. Anyway, coming into the show, I almost missed it. Uh, thanks a lot for listening to the Max Out Savings Show. Remember our model is lost to save the best building up